Are you looking up that store? No, I'm, I'm recording intro for a show. It's called West for Lunch. I've now hit the start button. Now hit the start button. Yeah, so we are officially on lunch for five seconds now. One, uh, one of the things that um, that makes your what you do stand out is that you don't really have an intro. You oh, just, you just like cut into life. Well, yeah, people kind of know that that's what what's the name of the show is. To expect. Yeah, I mean, they clicked on West for lunch. They don't need me to tell them, you're listening to West for lunch. They're like, no shit, I, I know that. <laughs> I know that. I've, <laughs> I, I've, I selected I've, this. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I, I don't like all those podcasts where, like, every week that they release a new episode, it's, it's hey, this is what we're doing for our podcast. Oh, this is the podcast about blank. It's, I, like, so repetitive. Just I am, get to it. I am 100% over any YouTube video that starts out, hey guys, it's so-and-so again. I'm back here with another video today. Yeah. There's oh, this is a beast. Yeah, there's of a vehicle. There's what nothing is this? Like, there's nothing like, what? What is this? This is uh, for your listeners. This is a 2004 Dodge Durango. Uh, limited with a Hemi. Um, five point seven liter Hemi. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of which I had to replace the entire engine uh, this March. I bought it in November last year. I paid it off in February and the engine blew in the beginning of March and then I had to replace the engine. I threw a, a piston rod. Right Where'd you the, throw it? Right to the side of the engine block. Oh, it's because you didn't change the oil? No, it actually happened like a week after I changed the oil. In fact, I'm actually about a thousand miles over an oil change right now that I gotta fix. <laughs> um, I gotta get done this weekend. Um, no, I, it might have been... Do you, do you ascribe to the go a thousand miles farther than what they say? No, this is a this is a salvaged engine that I'm trying to take absolutely perfect care of and I'm so you're failing every 3, miserably. No, they gave me five thousand. Oh, they should. Oh, because of your synthetic oil. Yeah, because of the synthetic oil stuff. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so if they give me five, I, I stretch it to about six. Here, here's here's the deal. This this engine that we salvaged. So the the really sucky part about my engine is is that my engine was in like the inside of my engine when we took it apart was pristine. Who, whoever had this vehicle for the 120,000 miles before me uh, took incredible care of it, of the entire vehicle. And and it just sucked that this one so mechanical what, part so failed. So something, because I know how you throw up his, like, something has to break, right? Yeah, the rod then, itself snapped in half. And then when it gets shoved, it gets shoved through the wall. The well, it, so, wall. It's, so it's it's spinning, right? It's spinning on the bottom on the crank or whatever, and it's going, it's... it's or it's or the the crank is like rotating and then it's it's it, it's rotating itself or it's moving and it was hitting the side of the engine block it was dong 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 just over and over and I was like oh that. crap that was about two mile yeah I was about two miles away from home I've got three babies in the back of the car and I was just like I got no choice I didn't turn the engine off I left it running I pulled over the side of the road I looked under there was no oil or anything I was like I just got to get home. And uh, the, the it, it ended up, it broke, and then it, it ended up actually throwing the rod through the side of the engine, um, probably 
I was about 50 feet from pulling into my driveway, and I had to go down a hill, and I coasted into my driveway. Oh, dude, it sucked. With a line of oil the whole way. With a line of oil from about from about that 50 feet onwards. Yeah. It sucked, man. And then as soon as I as soon as I shut off my motor, as soon as I shut off my motor, oil just just dumped dumped out of, into my uh, into my uh, my driveway. It sucked. It was awful. I had uh, I had. I some... mean, bright side, you weren't out on the expressway when it happened. No, I wasn't. Well, I was, you're right. I was on the expressway when uh, when it first happened, but I was able to to make it to the exit. I was like, boom, 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 boom. I was about half a mile from the exit and about a mile and a half from home. Did anyone ever tell you if you had stopped the car immediately that it would have been better? No, no. The tie rod itself snapped in half. That's yeah. what that meant. There was no, there was no, no fixing there's it. There's no better. No, it was done. I it was, was riding over. with a friend, my friend Jan, in his van. He was driving uh, his parents' van at the time, like a white yeah. cargo van. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's the started, only Panera I know of is the yeah, is born. the the to go place, but they got places to sit down. Oh, which one's that? Uh, maybe. Well, I guess we're gonna go find out. I don't know. If you had, if you go north on Hurstborn, there's one. North on Hurstborn. Okay. Yeah, but you can. Okay. No, I'm gonna do this. We'll just do whatever you want to we'll do. We'll do. We'll go my way. Yeah. We're gonna take the scenic route, the All scenic right. conversational route. Good, that'll give us more time. For the sake of conversation. Converse. Yeah, so I was riding with my friend Jan in this van, and uh, then all of a sudden it starts making this knocking noise, and then boom, like white smoke comes out of the engine. Yeah. And yeah, he threw the rod right then. Yeah. And uh, it was like, it oh, sucks. that sucks. And we were on, we we're on. You won't know this. We we're on Plainfield. Uh, oh yeah, Plainfield. Yeah, it's a major road in Grand Rapids. I, I didn't, I didn't know that. But. Um, and uh, so we were on that road, and we pulled off, and it was uh, some like gas station or something. And so the rest, of, like he had, what was it, like six or eight of us, his friends in the van. Jeez. And so we're all kind of just standing around. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> calling, to up, it calling out. up people, trying to figure out who's gonna come pick everybody up. Yeah. So this, uh, so the the. The reason I wanted to take, I want frequent oil changes out of this is because, like I said, the inside of my engine was slut, was it was perfect. The inside of the salvage engine was a little sludgy, yeah. and I was like, dude, I'm just gonna keep getting oil changes. And life has just presented itself where I've not been able to do that. Like I, like I don't have time to get an oil change, and I'm I'm on, I'm not doing it myself. I'm only getting it done at the dealership. Like I I can do my own oil change. I mean I I. Dealership. Oof. Yeah, Oof. I'm, well, I'm not ever going to a Valvoline again in my life because because I've heard terrible stories of Valvolines, especially after I investigated the possibility that uh, Valvoline, you know, might have screwed something up to my engine, and that was what caused it in the first place. Really? Yeah, but there was no, there was nothing. It was all theoretical. There, yeah. You know, there's nothing. I had I had no evidence to prove that they either put the wrong oil in, or that they had done this, or that they had done that. Mm. Um, but I know that that happens. Meanwhile, if I go to the dealership, you know, um, yeah, they're not human, so they don't make mistakes. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah they don't. Yeah, dealerships are perfect. No, I, I, I um, <laughs> I am very against paying a car dealership anything. Um, but uh, right now, for the time being, I'm a bit sensitive and gun shy. I had, yeah, I'm I had get a, oil changes at my dealership. I had a lease, so the dealership took care of everything for free. That was nice. Yeah. I got to go there for free oil changes and entire rotation. I mean, you're spending the more money on the leased vehicle. Right, so you're banking up for it. Yeah, but still at the same time, it was pretty sweet when oil changes did come around. Oh, yeah, I'll just take it to my I'll, I'll just take it to my dealership, and, you know, they'll take care of it for me. I, would, that's I don't know right. about That's it. right. They, yeah, yeah. I and mean, they're, they're investing in their, uh, in their 
they're paying, you know, they're investing in their product. Um, but so I had this, uh, yeah, this, or you've sent me that uh, vapor wave music. Yeah. Vapor die DJ. Oh my gosh, lady, stay <laughs> in your lane. I'm <laughs> orc. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else honked at her. That was awesome. That was special. Yeah, it's up here on the left. Okay, yeah, we'll go there. Anyway, so vaporwave. Yeah, and uh, the the only thing I can think of initially that is the most popular thing I can think of that is somewhat akin to it is the intro song to Stranger Things. Oh, yes, yes. So now I love that intro song. Yeah. So when I started looking for similar music, that's when I found Chill Wave. Chill Wave, Synth Wave. Synth Wave, yeah. um, Night, whatever, Night Wave, Night Drive music. Right, and so those all seem to kind of fall in line with it. But what you found is a more extreme version. It's a more, it's a more... um, Esoteric. The the lead singer of the Monkees, I remember his name, just did a recent... I'm pretty sure it was the Monkees. Um... He did a uh, he did a Rolling Stone article where he talked about how he he's he loves vaporwave the monkey like back in the hey yeah, we're the yeah, monkeys yeah yeah we like to monkey yeah around. He, he loves he loves uh, vaporwave he says how that, old is he now I don't know old something but he, he says it's the it's the most psychedelic music that's been around since psychedelic music and I I'm not a fan of like 1960s psychedelic music but but what, one of the things Some Jefferson airplane right exactly um. Janis Joplin. Uh, uh, I mean, any anything at the time was pretty much psychedelic. Uh, what the thing? Oh, the the big thing that I understand about that it's a good segue into sort of initially describing vaporwave is that it's incredibly transportive. Um, no other music that I've listened to, and and we gotta you know you gotta put an asterisk on the fact that vaporwave is everything is. Is ripped and stolen, you know, slowed down, chopped and screwed beats of stuff that already exists. Little of it is original, um, in any sense. Of it. It's all, you know, yeah. It's all highway robbery music. Uh-huh. Um, lowest common denominator at times, but it is incredibly transportive. I mean, I, I, all of a sudden, I mean, all of a sudden, it, the the best description that I that that I've heard is. It's it's like you're you're on hold with God, and vaporwave is the hold music. <laughs> you know, it's you know, it's uh, it's some space, some funky space disco that has got three people, three regulars that attend, you know, somewhere on the moon. It, it's it's just it's this ambient out there stuff, but it, it really harkens back. I don't remember where Panera is. Just right in here. Oh yeah 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 this one. Um, it, it's got such this like 1980s, 90s callback to the era of early computer technology, um, Windows 98, 95 sounds, um, <laughs> uh, you know, your elevator music, but the kind of like elevator, but like, it's like if you were to be like in an elevator and hear elevator music, but it's, but it's 11 PM at night, you know, you're in a, you know, you're in the middle of Neo you know, Neo whatever city, you know. Um, and okay, do you yeah, frequently I can talk ride... about this a lot. No, I know, but do you frequently ride elevators at 11 in the morning? And 11 you... p.m. So 11, I mean. Yeah, like 11 at night. Like you ride yeah. an elevator like at night. Yeah, at night, let's say 1 in the morning. And, you, and you, wherever um, you're you... going, you've got an intense purpose for it. 
you know, like... Yeah, do you, also, do you get put on hold a lot when you call God? <laughs> I have a direct line. <laughs> you got a direct I just, line to him. Yeah, he usually picks <laughs> up after one or two rings, and rarely am I ever put on hold. It's usually when he has no, to throw I mean, a hot it's pocket. Just, it's just a disrespect. <laughs> he has to throw a hot it's pocket in the microwave. It's just He'll be like, Josh, hold a second. Right. <laughs> He'll throw a hot pocket right. in the microwave. Then, you know... You know, it's it, it, it's it's funny because I've um, sorry, I was I was gonna say something else. And now we're parking, so yeah. I'm gonna leave my I'm gonna leave my keys in your car, Go so don't get your car stolen. So, yeah. So we we were parking, and that's why your listeners can understand <laughs> that we're multitasking and not completing our sentences and our thoughts. Who needs complete sentences? Right, right. right. No, I mean it's it's just like it's. I mean the the idea is it's it's corporate music. It's it's tried to take soulless, lifeless, corporate See, hold music. Okay, and, inject, and I've listened. Inject and I've listened. soul into it. I've been listening. You know what yeah. I haven't found? Soul. I haven't found that soul that you talk, you talk about. This trans- soulless. Well, yeah, but it is soulless, and you're saying they're trying to inject soul into it. You know, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. I keep, I keep saying that over and over. I'll tell you this. I remember sitting in my grandparents living room, all right, and, and uh, Super Chunk is about to come on Cartoon Network, there's a three hour block of the same cartoon, they call it a Super Chunk, instead of like watching like the same cartoon for like a half hour, like a back to back episode, they just give me three hours of Tom and Jerry, three hours of Scooby Doo, three hours of whatever, and I'm waiting for Super Chunk to come on, and my grandpa is gonna, he, he has to watch the Weather Channel's local on the 8s beforehand, right? <laughs> And I remember the, the the music that was that was in the background, local on the eights, you know, and you've got that light jazz going on in the background. <laughs> yeah. And that's what vaporwave is. And and the weirdest thing is, that I'll put on any album, and all of a sudden I'm sitting in my grandparents' bedroom again, right? Their, their 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 living room again, on the floor on the green carpet. <laughs> that's from the late seventies, early eighties. It's like that faux shag. Yeah, it's yeah. Not even, it's like shag that's been matted down over the years. Right, right. And and I'm and I'm waiting, and I'm just waiting for for. And that's what you want to be transported. Back uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. No, no, I no, I don't want to be transported back there. It just it happens. Like all of a sudden I'm there. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. I'm I'm. It's it's 1994 again. It's 1990. It's. 1997, 98, it's, you know, um, it's, it's that time period, and that, that, I mean, that, that Channel music was like hold music for me, it was, I was, I was on hold until Superchunk came, <laughs> you know, like, and maybe that's, maybe that's over. the generational, the decade difference between you and me, yeah. is when you were enjoying Superchunk, I was driving my first car, right, and listening to rock on the radio right. I wasn't listening to right you were into the the background the music Seattle music of, scene of yeah whatever. Mm-hmm. right I was like watching all the hey, you know, do you have any idea what you want I always know what I want when I get here when okay. I get here uh, I'm going to take a you pick two I'm going to do uh, one half is going to be the, the front take of chicken panini and the other half I'm going to get the uh, the tortellini this is easier um, that'll be. That, and, uh, yeah. Do you have the? Do you guys have the tortellini? Yeah, chicken tortellini. Yeah, chicken tortellini. Yeah. The, as the, for the other half, the you pick two. And then. Uh, that's fine. And then, um, if I can get an extra. Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, I'll do a baguette with that instead of the apple or whatever. And then if I can get an extra thing of Caesar dressing. 
That'll be fine. Uh, I'll be, and then uh, just a. Uh, I'm gonna get a T. Yeah. 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 Chicken tortellini. Um. Oh shoot! I I I thought I was new what I get here. Uh, the tortellini. Forget the Caesar dressing. Okay. I apologize. Whatever. Yeah, I always get the Caesar dressing when I get the salad. I always I mix that up. What do you then drink? Just I uh, just a tea. Yeah. I see. Uh, I see. What? You got a side? Yeah, yep. Uh, I don't I don't know, I'm not thinking right. I'm gonna get my tea or take it to roasted tricky avocado I'll speak to you, sorry. So Matt. Yeah, I'm things about you while you're gone. Like, what kind of an outfit is he wearing today? That's why he's doing a podcast on a video show, because you, know, you all would be, uh, you all would be embarrassed to watch his outfit. I'm really bad at making fun of people, like, publicly. I'm much good at giving, like, small private digs in conversation. So that's how I think the meaning of the universe is. And you're going to have to find out when you listen to the show, now that you've come back. Um, <laughs> are you sending a message to me? Oh, like, what? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so, so before we get back to Vaporwood, one okay. quick second. Right, okay. I want to set up code red and or code blue. I'm not decided on a color yet. Okay. Between you and me, while we're at work, whenever Katie comes near, so like if you and I are having a conversation and one of us sees Katie, just say code red, and we'll instantly stop talking about whatever it was, which will have nothing to do with her. Yeah. But she'll walk up and she'll just hear one of us go code red, and the other person will just like look around and see her, and then just like stop talking. Yeah. Which is like so blatant <laughs> that that's what we're doing. <laughs> code red. Just yeah, and I'll be like, oh. <laughs> I think we'll just act really guilty. I think 
Yeah. Every I, time she comes near. I, I love it. I, I want to pick like a co-word that doesn't say code in front of it. Like okay. Albatross. Albatross. Oh, you know, okay. something, something like. Okay. Something. A little bit deeper. Yeah. Okay. Something that like. That it would take her a couple times to maybe catch on. Uh-huh. Code red sounds off the bat like it yeah, sends off the like, signal. You yeah. just say like some code random red, word. Yeah. She's like, that's weird. The second time it happens, you know, you're just kind of delaying it a little. Yeah, a little layers delaying. upon layers. So, um, spatula, spatula, spatula. It's kind spatula. of uh, it's kind of nondescript. Yeah. You know, it's, it's arugula, arugula. Rhubarb. 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 Yeah, rhubarb. Oh, yeah, because nobody says rhubarb. It also, is the, it also is the name of two women stuck together, Rue and Barb. <laughs> do you know how rhubarb. many, many Rues do you know? Uh, I knew one, and she died a tragic death, and now, right now I'm holding up the Mockingjay symbol. How dare you be so insensitive to the death of Rue, most, one of the most tragic deaths from, from the first Hunger Games movie. Oh, what's her name, Rue? I thought it was Ro. The little black girl. That yeah, but I thought it was Ro. Her name was Rue? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Rue. Barb. Rue and Barb. <laughs> I, there's, a, there's a guy I'm trying to think how many Barbs I know. There's a guy I, uh, I'm friends with on, uh, on Xbox Live. His name is Barb? No, his, his green name, it, it's, I'm pretty sure it's a dude. Um, his, uh, his name is Deb from HR. And I just think it's the funniest. <laughs> I think it's the, the absolute funniest gamer tag I've ever I saw one the other day that said uh, um, uh, that said uh, this gamer tag said epilepsy sucks uh, that was pretty funny I was like man I feel your pain like, I don't know your pain but you know I'm pretty sure that's a very personal reason that that's there Maybe not. So vapor. So yeah. Uh, so let's lay down. Let's lay down a heavy hitting thought. I'm gonna take it big for a second. Unless you want to talk more about vapor. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Big thought, and then and then I want to get into some minor details. Okay, cool. All right. So so one of my one of my bigger thoughts that I've I've had about vaporwave is especially how transportive it feels, and it it it, it I, I started making this connection, and I don't want to say that this is universal. I think this might be sort of sort of just to me, but I'm going to take it universal general after that. And that um, if I were to associate any sort of time period that was when America was great, that I would, that somebody might want to be again, it would be... 1950s. No. It, it would be that this place that I'm being transported, these halcyon days of my childhood, don't most people regard their childhood as the good old days? Like their halcyon days. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the idea. I think I think for a lot of that, but um, I I think that, and I and I know there was like an article that came out after the Make America Great thing about for many people when America was great again for everybody was like universe was like your childhood. But um, but the the biggest connection for me was was pre nine eleven. And I think that so there's a there's a vaporwave album uh, called News at Eleven, and it is a it, and I think I, I've talked with you about this, yeah. and it's a, it's about um, uh, the, the album it takes news clippings or like new like you know audio of, of news channels or of any TV show, you know up to the last 10, 15 seconds or whatever until they cut to the two towers to the to the we take you live now to New York or blah blah blah, blah. It's, it's the Today Show it's commercials that were just on air on TV just the last snapshots the last moments of life and um, I, I, one of the things I, I think about this whole make America great again a little bit. why did you bang in your cup on the 
table. You Food's want ready. Food? I'm a, you're going to send me to get the food? Okay. I'll, I'll get the food. I'll get oh, the food. Got okay, I'm going to leave. All right. Seriously, it's like, like capris and a, I don't even know what kind of a, a shirt you'd call that. It's like, I'm, he might be wearing one of those like, those like mesh muscle shirts like underneath it. Like he's trying to be part of right said Fred. Um, I, I, I don't even, I don't even know. It's like whatever he's wearing is trying to cover it up. It's not doing it well. And he just has like a secret life. Those are, those are lime green capris that he's got. I don't even know. I don't know how to handle deal with that. But you know what? Um, uh, you know, to each his own. Um, that's why we're doing a podcast. So, anyways, that's that's my that's basically backs up my my theory of <laughs> the meaning of life, just a little bit further in depth. All right. Um, so we're gonna take a quick food break, and uh, and we'll come back. Come back. Thank mm-hmm. you.